0: Welcome to the fourth and final installment on our series on African safaris. If you'd like to see the rest of the videos, be sure to check out our playlist right up here. Special guest today is Suzanne Rose, an expert travel advisor with Cruise Holidays of Oakville. Suzanne has been meeting the needs of her clients in and around Oakville and across Canada for many, many years. Hi, Suzanne. Welcome to RTE Travel Talk.
1: Hi, Ken. It's good to be back.
0: Great to have you with us, Suzanne. So, Thank you. this month we are looking at bucket list vacation for Africa and African safaris. Now, I happen to know that you just recently returned from the continent. So I was hoping today we could spend a little time and hear all about it and give us a bit of a, of a review on your African safari. How does that sound?
1: I'd love to. I'm fresh back off the Jeep
0: and i uh, been back about a week now and it's all still fresh in my memory. <laughs> super, super. So why don't you give us a, like a 30,000 foot level view of your tour? So we flew, I took a group with me, and it was a
1: private tour. So there were six of us. We flew from Toronto to Amsterdam and Amsterdam down to Kilimanjaro Airport in Tanzania. Okay. We were picked up there. We were guided through the whole tour. We, We did a bit of a traveling tour. So we were in different locations and, you know, moved through Tanzania until the very end in the Serengeti.
0: Okay. So how long was the tour?
1: We were in the mainland, on the mainland for seven days. Okay. We decided to take one off day right at the beginning when we landed. It was, uh, you know, it was a longer flight. And then we hit the ground running and just went from there. And we were moving around for the seven days.
0: Okay. So what countries in Africa did you, were you in, was it just Tanzania?
1: We were just on the mainland in Tanzania mm-hmm. for the safari for seven days. And at the end, we flew from an airstrip in the Serengeti to Zanzibar for five days of R&R.
0: Okay. Okay. That sounds nice.
1: It was lovely. Um, It was nice to wind down a bit after the safari because it was quite action-packed. So that worked out quite well at
0: the end. So the tour, was it a guided tour, Suzanne, or a self-guided tour?
1: Yeah, no, I would absolutely suggest to take a guided tour. Um, Our guide picked us up right at the aircraft at the Kilimanjaro airport, guided us through customs, uh, picked up our luggage. We had a little welcome celebration when we got there and he took us directly to our hotel and stayed with us to make sure that everybody was checked in. It all was very
0: smooth. Did you stay in any lodge? Was the hotel a lodge or?
1: We stayed in Arusha the first night. Uh, Actually, we stayed there for two nights. Mm -hmm. I met with the guide company the first day and we just stayed in Arusha. So we left Arusha and made our way to our first game drive in Lake Manyara. It was a slower start. Uh, we saw a few animals that day. We had an up-close-and-personal with an elephant. Oh, yeah. Uh, I could reach right outside the Jeep, and it was within um, an arm's length away. The Jeeps, the, the roof of the Jeep lifts, so you can step on your seat and take clear photos Uh, We saw giraffes that day, uh, lots of different kinds of monkeys. Then we made our way over to Ngorogoro Crater, which is a caldera. It's an imploded volcano. There are 30,000 mammals living within that crater. It is about 15 miles wide and 600 meters deep and the animals they can get in, but they can't get back out. You see elephants, black rhinos. We saw four of the big five the first day. Wow. Wow. And we saw the last of the big five on the second day.
0: So you got to see all of the big five. That's great.
1: We did within the first two days, we had them all ticked off. Um, It was a fabulous experience. It's at a high altitude. It's at about 7,500 feet. Um, So it's coolish in the mornings. I always suggest to have a layered outfit. Like I said, it's cooler in the morning and it does get quite warm in the afternoon. When we went at the end of May, it was very pleasant. We saw hippos, flamingos, ostriches. We saw some we see, we saw lions, uh, we saw a lion pride, uh, male, female lions, we saw cubs. It, it was just breathtaking. And in May, it's at the end of the rainy season. So things are still quite green, right. And they're blooming. And I have just endless photos of the landscape the zebras it, it was just breathtaking right. so how many were, so we, how
0: many were in your group again
1: we had six people in our group right. plus the guide right the jeep is equipped for seven right. we were six in the back of the jeep right. there's a cooler inside the jeep so there's always refreshments there's some snacks right. always something to drink the jeep is equipped with wi-fi satellite wi-fi oh,
0: really? and
1: there's our chargers for your phone as we came to realize taking so many pictures and videos your phone tends to drain i would also suggest maybe even a battery pack right to take right and binoculars
0: how was the satellite wi-fi
1: the satellite wi-fi was surprisingly good it was not there all the time uh depending on where we were but I would say you know, within fifteen minutes, half an hour, it was back again. You know, I was
0: able to upload video from the jeep well, that's amazing, so on this particular tour, I gather you didn't have any in in country flights you were just you just went to Tanzania and Traveled
1: We did actually. Oh, did you? So okay. at the end of our safari, right. we took off in a Dash 8 from the Serenera airstrip in the Serengeti. It's a dirt airstrip. Right. And we flew from there to Arusha, where we took on additional passengers. And from there, we
0: flew to Zanzibar. Oh, okay, okay. So tell me about the typical day on safari the
1: typical day we had a few different kinds of days mm-hmm. uh, they, they do start fairly early okay. uh, you know we would get up have breakfast and we'd usually be out the door by 8 8 30 at the latest we would start our game drive the animals are more active in the morning yes and we have a better chance of seeing them the earlier that you start we had a packed lunch that was provided to us by uh, the guide uh, through each hotel that we were staying at, so we would have a warm picnic lunch in the middle of where we were. We had lunch in the middle of the crater. Possibility that animals walk through where you're having lunch is a good possibility. <laughs> there seems to be a certain level of respect between the animals and the people, but from both sides, we did not have any close experiences. We had a stork walk through uh, where we were having lunch. It was beautiful. Yeah. There were bathroom facilities periodically throughout the day. So, you know, we were not roughing it in in that regard.
0: Yeah. At no time did you feel safe, unsafe, right?
1: We did not feel unsafe at any time. Yeah. Our guide did not leave our side from the beginning of the safari till the time. We boarded the plane. He was with us at all times. We don't speak Swahili. So, you know, there were times where we were with the Maasai tribes. You know, they wanted to uh, show us what they had produced their bracelets, necklaces, yep. that type of thing. He was there to help us negotiate with them.
0: So, you mentioned that you had some interaction with the Maasai tribe and they have some they do have some wares to offer. Yes. So, do you need to bring do you need to bring cash for this sort of thing and what do you recommend yeah, for that? I would, I,
1: would, I would highly recommend to bring American cash. Right. Bring small bills. Right. The people are very helpful there whether it's transporting luggage, you know, they want to help you and you just give them, you know, a, a few dollars tip here and there and they're very happy with that. Okay.
0: What about gratuities for your go- for your guide that was with you along the way. Was that included or was that you know, at the end? No, that
1: was something that uh, amongst ourselves,
0: we gave a sum
1: to him at the end because we had such great service right. from our guide. He was extremely knowledgeable about the, the animal life, about the plant life in the area. He, he actually made our trip for us.
0: Okay. The people that were in your group, was that, now were you part of a larger group or was it just the, like the, the six or seven of you in, in the one Jeep and you were traveling around?
1: It was a private safari for the six of us. Okay. So we traveled from Arusha. Yeah. We stayed at the Serena Mountain Lodge right. at the Ngorogoro Crater. Right. Uh, we stayed there for two nights. Then we went on to the Four Seasons uh, Serengeti right. Resort, uh, which is an all-inclusive uh, you get there and... You know, everything is taken care of. It's a beautiful resort. There's a watering hole on the edge of their pool where the elephants come in to drink. When you open up your balcony door, you're overlooking the plains of the Serengeti. We saw giraffes, baboons, uh, Cape buffalo, wildebeest <laughs> right in our uh, our backyard. It was breathtaking.
0: amazing, Just amazing. You and I both know, Suzanne, that there's lots of options out there for African safaris. Um, who did you employ for this this particular tour? Who did you work with?
1: We went with a company called Excellent Guides mm-hmm. Tours and Safaris. They made this experience for us a trip of a lifetime. It was streamlined from the moment we got there to the moment we left. Mm-hmm. They had also integrated a balloon ride for us in the Serengeti, which probably one of the highlights of our trip. Right. Uh, it was very early morning start at 4:30 in the morning. We had a bit of a night safari on the way to where the the balloon uh, landing was. The six of us were on one side of the basket. It was it was breathtaking. We took off by uh, sunrise. We could see the animals below. We did a bit of a range of altitude from, uh, we were just over the tree line to, you know, maybe a thousand feet up in the air. Yeah. It, it was a highlight.
0: Right. So what were the accommodations like?
1: We had stayed at the Gromalia in Arusha, which was, a, it was a beautiful uh, property or a nice place to spend two days for us to decompress after the flight. Right. From there, we went to the Serena Mountain Lodge which is built into the side of the crater. It is very rustic. It fits right in in the landscape. It was very comfortable and it has a breathtaking view of the crater. From there, we went to the Four Seasons in the Serengeti, definitely a five-star property. It's all inclusive. Your beverages are included, uh, wine, beer, spirits. Uh, there may be a small additional cost for top shelf, but it was you know, very, very comfortable Comfortable with a fantastic view of
0: the plane. So we're talking four and five star properties for the most part. Yeah. How did you find the food and and obviously the service? Sounds like sounds to me like the service was five star. How was the food? The food
1: was, uh, you know, that was where I think our group had a bit of a reservation. We didn't know what to expect right. when we got. There. We had, I would say there were some local foods, more rice, meat dishes, local beef, fish, vegetables. So I would say it was a mixture of local fare an American. Right. You know, we did not have any issues with the food throughout. So most of the places were buffet. We did have the experience once uh, we were in the Serengeti where we had a private dinner just for our group right. in what they call the treehouse at uh, the Four Seasons overlooking the watering hole. The Four Seasons also offered freshly made pizza, which is probably <laughs> one of the best pizzas I've ever had in the Serengeti. Pizza. It was just beautiful
0: pizza in africa who knew so the
1: food was was uh very varied and i think you know there's something there for everybody
0: right on right on so what was your favorite experience
1: oh it's like trying to name your favorite child um (laughs) i think the crater the crater was uh such an unexpected surprise because there were so many different species of animals in the crater Uh, it was hard to leave there Wow, the the balloon ride was it was breathtaking to hover above the animals. We experienced the the Great Migration while we were in the Serengeti, which is why a lot of people go to uh, Tanzania right. is to experience the Great Migration. We were just driving along on safari one day, and we happened to be in the midst of the migration. There was probably ten thousand wildebeest there. <laughs> It, you just turn around in every direction, and there they were. So th- there were a lot of really great moments in this safari.
0: Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Now, you mentioned earlier that you went in May and June. Is that a good time of year to go? May and June,
1: it is on the end of the rainy season. Right. and you know, I monitored the weather before we went, and I could see week for week it was getting better. We actually did not have any rain at all okay. in the seventh. 70- Yes. It was not overly hot. I would say it was probably 75, 80 degrees in the afternoon. Like I said, the mornings can be cool. The evenings can also be cool. Bring a jacket for the morning, bit, a little bit layered look so you can start peeling as the day goes right. on. It, it was a good time. Their high season is June, July, August. Right. That is their winter in Tanzania. Right. So the temperatures can be somewhat cooler. So I would say anywhere from you know end of May, June through to November is a great time to go.
0: Okay. Did you have any packing restrictions? Like, were you limited in how, how much you could take?
1: We were limited, I'll say, from taking the flight out of the Serenera airstrip, because it's a smaller aircraft. Of course. So they had a 20 kilo weight restriction. Mm-hmm. I found, I had a small duffel bag with me, and I had a, a knapsack, a carry-on knapsack. Right. And that was all I brought, other than I had a, a an extra knapsack to take during the day. Right. I would suggest bringing a duffel bag as opposed to, A hard sided suitcase because it does get packed into the back of the jeep when you're moving from location to location.
0: Right, much easier. So soft
1: sided is definitely better.
0: Good tip. Much easier to move around.
1: There is laundry services at these hotels. They know people are on safari. It can get dusty. You have the opportunity to have your things laundered at a you know minimal cost. So you really don't need to bring that much. I would suggest long pants. We had a day that was warmer right. where some of the guys had zip-off pants, which was oh, yes. ideal. Yeah. I had shorts on one day. I I don't know that I would travel in shorts uh, again. Well, so you don't really need to bring much. It's also better in the morning, in the evening, if there should be mosquitoes uh, that you're covered.
0: Now, speaking of mosquitoes, did you have any tips or suggestions for malaria or or yellow fever vaccinations? Did you need those?
1: Yellow fever is only required if you're coming from a country that has yellow fever. So, for instance, if you're coming from Kenya, going into Tanzania, Then you need to be uh, have uh, immunization against yellow fever. Right. It was not necessary for us. Mm-hmm. It does depend on what country you're coming from, what those vaccination requirements are. Uh, for us, we had a typhoid vaccination. We had cholera. Right. We took uh, medication like Ducarol against cholera before we left. Right and we did take malaria pills uh once a day for the time that we were there.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So in terms of looking at a private tour like this, well let's get down to brass tacks. What what would the cost per person be on something like that roughly? I mean that
1: that will highly depend on what type of accommodations you have. Right. You know, if I have to give a roundabout number, you know, you might be able to do it for about 6,000 US but that's just really a, a bare bottom number. It does depend on, you can have a private tour mm-hmm. uh, where it's just, one or two of you in the jeep you can do a semi-private tour where there may be four people in your jeep we had six we had a private tour i put that group together based on the accommodations of the jeep so there are a lot of variables in that but
0: there is really something i'll say for most budgets something key to this though i'm sure when you're planning a vacation like this though Suzanne, would be to have the services of an expert travel advisor to sort through all those details.
1: I mean, now that I've had boots on the ground there and I've done this myself, I can guide clients. There are various safaris within uh, Tanzania. It's not just, you know, head to the Serengeti. They have different areas that they travel, they do try and accommodate close to the migration because it's continually moving that you get to experience that. But it's not just the tour that I did. There are various routes that you can take.
0: So there's so many pieces and moving parts to it. It's well worth your time to have an advisor in your corner.
1: And the air is, you know, additional
0: to that. Of course. Coming from North America, folks should consider 20 hours of flight of travel time. At least. Long day. Yeah.
1: It's a long day, but, you know, I, I touch base with my group after we arrived home and the flying part of it was not even part of the equation. It was such a great
0: experience yeah. for, for everyone. You mentioned something that it touched you. Here at RTE Travel Talk, we've been focusing on Africa uh, this month. And one of the misconceptions I had coming into this month was this is kind of like a bucket list thing one and done but i've talked to a folk a couple of folks now that said you know what it's not one and done once you go once if you have the affordability people are going back because it's just that amazing would you agree well, with that i'm going back well, there you go definitely yeah.
1: i'm already working on putting <laughs> another group
0: together to go back who should experience an african safari is there any age brackets or limits i
1: I would say if you have small kids maybe under five it might be a little bit more difficult because you are sitting for a good part of the day but the experience of being this close to the animals i think is so valuable that even for children right it would be a wonderful experience, whether it be for families, we'll say extended families with grandparents. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, you have to be fairly nimble. Right, you're, you're climbing in and out of a jeep uh, several times a day. It is a lot of bouncing around. There are washboard roads it's dusty. If you feel that you can handle uh, sitting for a good part of the day, obviously we have rest stops along the way. That would be the one uh, criteria. If you have back issues, that's something I think you should probably discuss with your uh, medical practitioner because there is a lot of bumping going around. These are not smooth roads, there are potholes, they're washboard, but it was something that fell to the back of our minds while we were traveling because what we were seeing was just so
0: spectacular. Just
1: we just didn't really think about it. After a few days, we were on the road and our guide was constantly spotting things that we never would
0: have. <laughs> spotted. So key takeaway on health and wellness is if you've got a kind of a mobility issue or that sort of thing, check with your travel advisor before you make the investment. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. It's probably a good piece of advice that you see your medical practitioner before you make a trip like this right on yep. uh just to go over the vaccination requirements and to make sure that you're physically fit right. to do a trip like this i i can't say enough good things about this and i think if it's within someone's means to do this right. it is an unforgettable experience and it touched me more so than uh, I thought it ever
0: could. Right. So at at the conclusion, you did, then did a post stay in Zanzibar. We did. Yeah.
1: We uh, flew, like I said, from the Serenera airstrip right. in Serengeti to Zanzibar, where uh, we stayed at the Baraza Resort and Spa, right. which is a beach resort. It's not close to Stone Town, so you are a little bit removed from the hustle and bustle of zanzibar they have uh only villas at this resort we had a beachfront villa which was uh, beautiful we had a private plunge pool we had a um, our own designated lounges at the beach with a palapa it was a beautiful few days just to have some rnr after uh the safari oh
0: fantastic so it would be comparable to a five-star Caribbean resort then would it
1: I would say so yeah. it, it was uh, like I said at the end of May is still a little bit coming off the rain season so it was not uh there were not a lot of guests at the resort right. so it was it was beautiful be for nice. us yeah
0: no be nice. and the ah. service was was impeccable fantastic fantastic well Suzanne this is absolutely super inf- information for anyone looking at this type of vacation. Is there anything else you'd like to add add, or advise people who are looking to book a safari?
1: Yeah, I think you, you, it's important to do some research. I mean, that's obviously what, what we do. We do it for you right. to make sure that, you know, there are obviously different locations, Botswana, uh, South Africa, uh, Namibia, and Tanzania and Kenya.
0: Well, if folks wanted to find out more information and get in touch with you about a an upcoming African safari or another vacation? How would they do that, Suzanne?
1: They can reach me at uh, email at at com, or they can call me at the office. The number is 905-337-2228 and I'll be happy to advise them further. I am working at taking a couple extra uh, trips down um, if you want an escorted uh, group tour. I'll be happy to put that together. or If you want to go privately, that, that I can be happy to put that together for them as well.
0: Super, super. So I always like to ask my guests, because I know it's part of your job that you have to travel to experience all of these wonderful places. Where are you off to next? I'm back to Tanzania. <laughs> well, going back well that really care. says something about the experience now, doesn't it? Yeah. It, uh,
1: like I said, it touched me deeply. So when are you going back? Working on November, um, of this either year with, 24. Of, yeah. Wow. Of 23. Yeah, yeah. Either November sure. or in the spring. Yeah, it was, um, such a fabulous experience, and the group that I went with—you know—they've talked to me a few times after we've been back, and they said that this far exceeded their expectations. And you know, I—I I feel so steadfast about this. I want to be able to share it with other people.
0: Well, there you go. Well, I look forward to seeing some pictures from the next one that you're on. We'll have to. Cut, yeah. We'll have to have you. Have have you come back to regale us with your adventures on that safari? I'd love to, Ken. Well, with that, I'm just going to wish you great adventures and happy traveling. May the wind always be at your back. And I hope to see you on an African safari sometime soon in the future. Thank you, Ken. Take care. Bye-bye. And that about wraps it up for today, folks. A very special thanks to my guest, Suzanne Rose of Cruise Holidays of Oakville. If you'd like to reach Suzanne about an African safari or another vacation, I will leave her contact information in the description. If you'd like to reach us with a suggestion for a future video or a comment, you can send a question to questions at realtravelexperts.com, visit our website, realtravelexperts.com, or simply leave a comment. We always respond. And as always, folks, if you enjoyed this content, a like, subscribe, and a ring of the bell is certainly appreciated and helps us to spread the word. So until next time, happy travels.